you can if you want. I'm Johnny Lieberman, and you're watching LMP. What does LMP stand for? Late Night Place. Oh, yeah, that's right. I've been on there. Yeah, it's a good show. <laughs> you should like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. <laughs>that's it we did it we waited long enough i said stop talking because you're wasting all the good stuff so we're coming in we're coming in hot folks we're usually late we're a little bit early good evening and welcome back to the late night playset my name is jay ryan this is nicole ryan and we are sitting here with mr phil morris more on phil morris in just a second tonight is tuesday october 8th 2023 get our stuff working here we're a little rusty uh but new iphones that's nice because we get the new iphone out so we need one more need one more uh tuesday october 3rd 2023 uh we are back here i want to start with an apology to lynn woodward who was our guest last week we love you lynn woodward you are such a great guest every time you're here it's a shame the production on this show sucks and we couldn't really hear you very well um is what it is she was fine with it she didn't care at all she was actually gonna come back thursday but scheduling didn't allow it um so anyway it's always embarrassing when that happens we put the show up anyway for the diehards who wanted to sit through it and i talked to a couple of people who watched it on tv they don't watch it on through headphones you can't do it on headphones it would make you nuts but on the tv in a room with other things going on i guess it was okay it was it, it was yeah sure it was two issues just so you know it was two issues it was uh um I, I was wearing a, a, the wrong lav, and it was wrong settings, and it was just picking up everything, and it was over-modulating. It was just awful, and of course, the whole time, because it was a lav. And then there was also some sort of loop it created where there was an echo as well, because the the, 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 volu- you know, the volumes were all wrong. Oh, technology. You, you wicked mistress. You know, some days I feel so proud of myself for all this crazy <laughs> little world we created, and then some day, you know, all it takes is one little thing. One thing. Jenga. That's what I'm worried about uh, with this with this cloud. You know what I mean? Cloud man. One one little you know e- EMP, and we're all you know. Literally everybody. We're candles. We're candles and uh, Morse code. I don't know if they'll actually do this, but when I was a kid, I used to talk about. I thought they were going to turn off the internet. I was like, one day they'll they'll just turn you off shut the it internet. Down. Yeah, because yeah. it makes sense. Like you get everybody dependent on it, and then you just turn it oh, off. Oh, oh. <laughs> some kid, some crazy kid. Oh yeah, You're crazy. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't you even think of I mean? like. From a some from Matthew Broderick now war games. Well, thank you. Love it. I'm telling you, good stuff. It's good to see you guys. The best references from Phil Morris over here. <laughs> um, so anyway, that's what would happen to Lynn Woodward. We apologize. We love you so much. Um, the rest of the stuff I think we can get into as we chat with our friend. Phil Morris. Gosh, you know him from, I don't know, God, your IMDb is forever. Star Trek. I always say Seinfeld just because I'm yes. a person of the 90s. It's a good one to lead with. Just is. It just is. If you have it on your resume, why not? I'm telling you. And there's generations now that are coming to it because their fathers or moms watched it and they love it as much, which is really wild to me because I didn't think it would kind of translate that well to a younger audience. But because it's so generic in a way, but very dense with its comedy, see what I'm saying? Everybody gets it. Um, it's it's more, it's, it's, what do you think? It's the human condition that it examines, right. I think, which is why it has the staying power. It's right. not about even situational comedy, which will sort of stale date itself. Mm-hmm. It's really more human condition stuff of like, why do we feel this way when this happens? Right. That kind of thing. Right. Totally relatable. Why stuff. do we feel this way when this happens? <laughs> totally relatable stuff. You know what I mean? And they, they stumble over themselves all the time, which is what we do. 
people in life. Yeah, the we, the, the, the species, as it were. Speaking of which, <laughs> you keep telling her that. I'm going to turn the air conditioning on. <laughs> ah, ah. I knew I forgot one thing. A little bit too much caffeine. <laughs> now I'm it's been a day. I can tell. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a, been a long day today. Long what, day. What have you been doing as a uh, well? I was in, I was in traffic for a couple of hours getting here, which was phenomenal. Yeah. I was just Tell so me more. so shocked <laughs> I got here on time, but I have this really fast car, so I got here. Well, that's uh, one of the things on the blue card is you have a new car than that you did from last. I, time. Yes, I did. I do. I, I think I was touting it when I was here that I really wanted to get back into the Porsche world, um, and and I did. I did. What'd you get? I got a 2012 ah. 9911 Carrera S, first generation of the new uh, 911, or the newish 911. Now they're, what are we at, 992s? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're approaching 992 too, <sighs> which is weird because it happens so quickly. Mm. I really wanted to get the first, I've done a couple of things I think smart in the Porsche world. And that was, I had a 993, which was beautiful, Carrera S, had a GT3 2004, which was super cool. All of them sold because kids go to college and actors have careers that go up and down and all around. So they also didn't used to be worth what they are now. No, and hardly. I mean, it was just a sort of a high-profile used car. Oh my versus goodness! Now. now it's you know Fort Knox. But so I so I figure like I have my finger on the pulse of certain things, and and I thought that the new version, the two and a half inch stretch and the wheelbase being set back, things that that were brand new for the 911 in the first year of it would be a good car to have. And uh, before it turbocharged out and did all that stuff. Well, I don't mind the... I didn't think I was going to like the turbocharged, but I ended up not minding the turbocharged. So I'm okay with the 9912. I actually really like the 992. Really? Yeah, I really do a lot. I know most people wouldn't think I do because I I like the older stuff. Somehow, even though it's so much more modern, the 992 captures... Really? A little, yeah, a little analog-y. There's some stuff in there mm-hmm. that they threw in uh, not, that, not that cute, I like. I'm not, not good with the rear end. I'm just not. I oh, like the rear end of 991s. It, it reminds me of a Porsche rear end. And Porsches are smooth and round, and the 992s are straight. You know, the radio, mm. the, the grill is kind of straight like that, and it mm. cuts the line for me. Mm. It looks too much like a Panamera or a Taycan, Taycan to me. Yeah, a little understand. generic for me. But wow. we, can, we can alleviate that with a ducktail. Boom! Let's go! <laughs> A little too geeky nerdy for us? No, never. Uh, what black color? What are the stats? Oh, okay. Career S, Career 4, what is Career it? Career S. Okay. Uh, with with all the stuff. It's got Black the, on black PDK. PDK. Um, you actually just got the wheels black, too. I did. I, 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 I powder coated them. Nice. So rather than buy new ones, I just I like the wheels that were on it, so I just powder coated the ones that were there. Um, 20s? They're 20s. They're 20s, yeah. And I want to get, even though you said the exhaust sounded great, the other day? Well, you started it with Sport on, and it was a cold start because you got to the mountain early and you right. stayed late. Right, so there was like... Blah, blah, so blah, blah, it was... Blah, blah. Yeah. Right. I mean, ours sounds pretty ferocious in the garage in the morning, too, yeah. versus a little bit later. It had a little bit of it's bite got it. to it. It's, it's, it's really got it. I just think that there's a refinement I'd like to see in the exhaust system. Do you know what you want yet? No. Okay. I need to consult. <laughs> see, I'm not a wrencher. I'm a I'm a car lover, but I'm not a wrencher. You're a wrencher, right? You're 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 how. adept mechanically. Yeah, I am adept mechanically, but it's not my interest. My mm-hmm. interest is more the complete car, and then giving it to people who really know what they're doing and paying them money yeah. to make make it go cooler. That's I think where a lot of people start, right? Exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And then for me, and I think maybe it's perhaps 
<laughs> I can't be the only one, right? <laughs> I can't no, be the only nut. Maybe. But the moment you do start uh, going down the mod train, like one thing, and then you go, oh, I made a choice to do that one thing, and I feel the difference, and I know what the difference means because I know how to drive, and then you do another thing and another thing. Now, it's a slippery slope. ass slope, like crazy slippery. Well, there's a little self control. I think that it's like it's like tattoos. There's right? no, but there's no wrong. An- there's no. The line is different for everybody, and it's always it's moving and scale. it's blurry as hell. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You're gonna get eight, eighteen different opinions about what you should or should not do yeah. to that particular style and year of Porsche exactly. or car. Period. Yeah. And we haven't happened to hang out with a lot of people who know a thing or three and have uh, opinions about and have it. opinions yeah. about it. actually make a living <laughs> writing or, or or opining about these things so yeah we're in we're in, i think we're in really good company i i wore my newcomb shirt today uh, well, i did too newcomb shirt today uh, i'm, I'm uh, repping baby i'm repping we should talk about that let's I mean, do that nicole and i were up at newcomb's today this I is your so show jealous. but we're talking about i was us. so jealous well it's it's our show it's your it's our show and the reason i'm here is because of newcomb's honestly so it's really good to talk about it okay and the, yeah, go ahead what's and the, the origin story here's what i love about this um this gathering is that um it's cool people with cool cars and it's not rich people with rich cars it's cool people with cool cars mm-hmm. some have a lot of money some don't have a lot of money all of them love cars all of them love people who love cars. I mean, it's a really wonderful cross-section. And the demographic goes all over the place, from NFL players, actors, uh, producers, writers, <laughs> regular people, who renters, mechanics, all kinds of people. And I just love it. I just absolutely loved it. I totally agree with you, but I'm not a sports person. I totally forgot about all the NFL guys. Do you remember? Few, well, they come up every year. All the time. But but there's a few, uh, there's literally, there's a pilgrimage that the, the these players from all these different teams all come out and they fly, I shit you not, they, they fly, fly their, their car. cars out yep. and then they come up and they drive. And then they fly them back. And then they fly back to their, whatever their state is. And they're cool people. And these are, I mean, I'm not even in, I don't get sports, sports yeah. but some of these names I recognize. Oh, they're legit. Mm-hmm. So that's what I also like about the mountain. Here's something that I love about the mountain. Last week, Jay educated me as to some of his background. I didn't know. I didn't know that Jay had a, a, a pretty, pretty interesting history with automobiles. I didn't know. I know. I didn't know. I just thought these are like cool people that I meet and we hang out and talk stuff and I see him again the next week. It doesn't matter to me who you are, what you just that you're there and you're about similar things that we're about. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're about positivity. We go up there to get away a little bit from the city uh, during the week. Yeah. And we happen to have this great shared love of, of cars and this passion. It's not about the cool club. No. Some it's not about what you wear. It's the cool no, club. not about it's who you are. literally the opposite. It's literally the opposite. And, and, I, and I love that about this. It's so, the place is so cool. Here's, here's the kind of people that show up. So I drive an Audi R8, 2018, rear wheel series. It's awesome. We have a guy, Frank... He's so sweet. Who finds Hot Wheels or or die cast cars and gives them to the people who has that car? Who drive the yeah. So he got me. He brought me this last week. In he your color, he finds the car, the model, and the color. color. I mean, it was so wonderful. I'm, I'm so there. It, you so got it. That. There we go. Um, and I want to thank Frank for doing that. Um, he didn't I have like to. Way you talk, Frank. It's just his. It's just his way, and and he didn't want anything for it. And it's just an indicator of the cross-section of people that show up to me. He uh, never wants anything for it. He gives us, you mentioned the movie mm. cars a few minutes ago. Mm. I mean, the Time Machine and the Ghostbusters car right over there from Frank. He never wants anything back except for a hug. Yeah. 
you yeah. know, which he would he wants every week anyway. I think our oh my gosh, oh my gosh, is the payment mm-hmm. that that his soul requires. Yeah. You know, so it's really really cool. Um, some of the some of the best automotive minds are up on the on the mountain. I mean, it's just here's one of my favorite stories. Here's my favorite story. So, the gentleman from Alpina. The, um, oh, that, that was a funny day. Because <laughs> Smoking Tire brought him up. Right. Yeah. Came out to see us when Newcombs was open. And it was a good day. It was a big day. Was Newcombs packed. was closed, but we could still get... The road was open. No, it was before, it was before the rains. It was before the rains. That's when they but came. But the restaurant was closed. The we restaurant could still get to the... Closed, but you the, could still get there. Yeah. Um, and they showed it wonderful. And they make a beeline over to me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we start talking. They're really good guys, really good people. I ask them why they're there. They said they showed up because who we are is the quintessential car culture in California. And they wanted to know who organized it. I go, easy. And I brought him over to Jay. These are two German gentlemen, very kind, very sweet. But they really talk a lot. And um, Well, it's the, it was the heavy accent for me. <laughs> I just I I couldn't understand every word. Jay. And I was like, Jay, uh, the gentleman owns Alpina. And, blah, 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 blah. and I kind of left. I kind of left Jay with them. <laughs> so... Maybe an hour later, half an hour, maybe <laughs> half an hour later, I show up, I come back, and Jay's like, what are you doing? Why did you leave those guys? Why did you pawn those guys? I said, Jay, that dude owns Alpina. He wanted to meet you, not me. I thought it was you. I thought you foisted somebody <laughs> off on. And I walked away. Did I just pass a baton? Because you did leave. You like, okay, and on Well, because I just wanted them. They, I, I had talked to him for 20 minutes. <laughs> I wanted them to know you. <laughs> but I, I'll, I'll let you, I'll give you a heads up. No, next what time. was funny about it, whatever the, the gentleman's name, and it's, it's all escaping so me now. It they was such so a funny day. It was so great. It, the, the name is escaping <laughs> me now, but it was the same name as somebody else who was coming up as well. And I thought right. he was that guy. And I said, oh, that's right. so great. You, you know, you're out here yeah, and yeah. it's so nice to see you. You know, I'm giving him <laughs> thumbs up and everything because I thought it was this other guy that, you know, we support from afar across right, from right. overseas or also from overseas. <laughs> And all they did was share a name. I had no idea it was the Alpina guys until you said it. And then Matt Farah was like, yeah, bro, we brought him up here to to check you out. Not me. No, no, no. Well, the the you, the collective you. The the GVBC, the Newcombs, the ACH vibe. Yes. Yes. But, you know, the genesis is definitely. That that was a funny day. That was a good one. That was a funny day. (laughs) But the truth is there there are 50 stories just like that. They're all beautiful, really. All beautiful. Um, When Johnny Lieberman had the the Pagani the pe- it wasn't Mr. The Old Man Pagani, it was the son. Mm. But he reaches out to Johnny Learman and says, hey, we want you to take the new car, the Pagani Huayra <laughs> Roadster <laughs> Zippity Zoo, right? It was like the... I think that's the name. <laughs> it was the fully loaded... Zippity <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hey, drive it up the crest. Not we're going to trailer it up there for some photos and we'll show it at your thing and we'll put, you know, we'll trailer it up and then drive it one block down so there's no rock chips. He drove that thing up. And I mean, drove it up to the point where, you know, the follow car couldn't keep yeah, up with well, it. Yeah, Johnny will really drive. really driving it. Johnny will drive. No, thank goodness. I, I love that about, about him and, and, and the people on the mountain. And the thing I like about the mountain is there's a certain unwritten code about it as well, which is how you drive. Preach. And how, how you get there and respect the crest and understand your level and your car compared to other people's levels and their cars mm. and the safety aspects that we all have to be aware of when we're going up there and when you have it sorted and you get it just right and you understand and you're following a car a, a pack of cars that get it it's just 
it's beautiful to me. It's it's like you all have one consciousness and you're all going in the same direction. I know. Nicole's like, really, Phil? It's no, now it's zen. I'm it, like, yes, it, it is a little bit. It's hard not to get heady about it because a racetrack is like that a little bit too, but there's still the ferocious competition of it right. all. When you're up there, you're getting that zen. You know what? It's really, it's like that tunnel vision focus. A little it's bit. It's the hyper focus. A little bit. But it seems like... That there's none of that competition involved, so we're in a, an atmosphere where you can actually just enjoy it. Well, there that shouldn't be. That's the thing. There, the, you know, of course, there's outliers, and and uh, and you know, we want them to understand that you're an outlier, and and the normal course of doing business on the mountain is to uh, enjoy it, play well within yourselves, and play well with others. <laughs> That's how I try Good to do vibes. it. Good vibes. Good vibes, baby. <laughs> Come on now. No bad moves. I, what I like about good vibes is it doesn't matter who you are. The moment you start exhibiting any kind of uh, aggro, whatever, the, and literally anybody there will just shut it. Good vibes. <laughs> <laughs> good vibes. Like Ross from Friends. Mm. Yeah, baby. Let's <laughs> throttle back a bit. I mean, even Magnus has done it to me when like, I'm bringing coffee and stuff out and people are like, oh, come in. And I'm like, wait, just wait one second. Hey, good vibes, buddy. Good vibes. You know, take it easy. <laughs> well, those are the watchwords. That's why we go, baby. I'm not going up there for a bad time or to get into any sort of beef with anybody. It's all love. Well, we were up there today and goodness gracious, is it was it nice to, Beautiful to, today. to be back. Yeah, the weather was great. But just seeing her face up there, I didn't load a new video into the machine, but um, I put some on social media. It's so great. It's so great to be up there. And to just, even though we, it was all we had was a Red Bull and a power bar, we sat at the bar to like enjoy it as though it was coffee and breakfast. Right, right, right. It right. felt very familiar and comfortable being there. Mm, mm, I miss it. I miss it. Site B's cool. It's cool for site site B, but it's just not the same homey, organic, woodsy yeah. feeling that we get at Newcomb. So um, do we have any estimation on how that might open up again, that road? I'll tell you this. Because um, then it's going to be winter and it's going to be closed anyway. Well, I don't know. It didn't used to close in the winter. I know. Most of the time, we would be driving up every week of the year, including the snow days. And There's a lot of videos of us in the snow in Yellow Car. Um I'll tell you this, they're making great progress. There's a new sub on it now. Uh, Caltrans obviously oversees the whole thing, but uh, there's a new subcontract working on the, the mile 46 section. Right. And um, that's where the washout was, mm -hmm. which is the higher section, mm -hmm. not where the slide is. It's where the road was gone. Uh, and they are almost to the top with the backfills. They've put in the drainage. They've, mm. they've put it, they keep stamping it down. It's pretty impressive. So I would actually say sooner than I would have said I like a, it. a month ago. I like it. The progress they've made in, in only a couple weeks since Sonny's memorial till now, two weeks? Uh, yeah. Pretty incredible. Pretty remarkable. Pretty, yeah, a couple stories of dirt. Now, obviously, it's pyramid rules, right? So the higher you get, the smaller the levels are. Right. But still. Well, it's good. I'm, 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 I have infinite patience. So as soon as the top section's open, we can get back right. to Newcombs. Right, right. Well, I look forward to that. Yeah, because well, you'll come check it out. I will. On one I, will. Of our, I will. I'm just. We have to check on the place every week. That's see, part I'm of happy to be back here on the show because <laughs> before I was like a newbie. You know what I mean? It was like <laughs> this guy. He's so cute. He came. This is Jackie Childs. He came to the <laughs> to the mountain, and it's really cool. He comes up, and he's like, "Man, now I feel like a bit of a veteran." You know what I mean? I feel you, like I belong. I found my people. That's hilarious. <laughs> you entered as a character actor, and now you're part of the ensemble. <laughs> <laughs> Total principal player. <laughs> so good. That's hilarious. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh thank yeah, you. it's all good. And I don't I, know. I mean, there would be a lot of numbers on the call sheet, but 
<laughs> they don't all show up at once, so. No, it's staggered. It's all staggered. No, we're like a great soap opera. <laughs> a great soap opera. Yeah, like all my right. children or something. Did you, uh, th- when I did this show in high school, I had the main actor from All My Children on. That's weird that you would say that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, David Canary. Did you David soap- Canary. Yeah, I did Young and the Restless for two years. <laughs> oh, all right. That's, yeah, I'm a, that's, I'm a, that's I'm, a big old time one, Yeah, too. I come out of it, dude. Eric, Eric Braden's a good friend of mine. I mean, oh. I got some people over there. Man. Who Eric Braden, was he a writer, producer? He, Hans Gunther, he, he plays Victor Newman. Oh, that guy, sure. Victor Newman. He plays Victor Newman. I thought he was one of the Bells, the Brad Bell. I thought he was the producer. No, no. The Bells, I love the Bells. I love Bradley Bell and, and uh, Mrs. Bell. Laura Lee, actually. Thank is, you. Uh, <laughs> is the, the daughter. Oh, that's right. The daughter. Right. That's right. That's it right. was Lee Philip Bell. Oh, that's, and then it's the d- daughter and son, right? It's the daughter and the son. And they run, well, Laura Lee is on Young and the Restless, and Bradley runs um, the other show that they have. Bold and the Beautiful. Bold and the Beautiful, used to be. yes. I don't know if that's, that's still on. Like, yes, that's the one. He's the executive on that. And mm-hmm. I just saw them because we did the 50th, I, be- I think, anniversary of Young and the Restless. Mm. Um, it was fantastic. It's still on the air. It's still on the air. So there's only like three soaps on the air now. Yeah. That's what somebody, we were talking, I had this conversation with somebody, even Days of Our Lives, which in my mind was like the, the, the big thing, one, yeah. the most That's expensive high product. It's on Peacock. They right. took it off of they broadcast. Call they call it like, they call it something else too. Oh, it's something not Peacock else. anymore? No, Peacock, but it's not Days of Our Lives. It's like. Um, You're kidding. Something else. Because my friend Just Chayo Just through the hourglass? So yeah, that's it. With Do- McDonald Carey. Yeah. Huh. I know it all with the soap thing, man. It was great for me. It was a great place for a young actor to start. It's got to be. Really, really good because it gives you like hardcore chops. You got to have it. You got to bring it to the set. You don't have time to rehearse. That's a fast pace. And then as you get going and they like you, then they give you more and more and more and more. So not only are the storylines just crazy and you have to really dig deep to make them live, but you're doing- Wait, let's just make this. I'm going to cut you off for one second just to make this guy feel good because he would never think I would pick up on the air. Can you hear me? I can hear you, baby. We're on the air right now. This oh is John Marconi, everybody. Hey, John. Of the Marconi, hey of the Marconi hello, down in OC. <laughs> and of this you show. Know, of I just Comedy. saw that clip. I saw that clip of Nicole. And I tell you what, she is so beautiful, it's just sickening. Yep. Preach, brother. <laughs> and I tell you what, she looks like she's doing good. Uh, we do. Instagram's a wonderful thing. We put the looks like we're doing good filter on. Hey, that's okay. You know, I look at I look at my face every morning, and I can handle rejection. <laughs> you guys, I miss you guys so much. You cannot believe it. Well, I know we are overdue for an Orange County trip, so we're going to come down and see you guys at the museum soon. Please do. The toy drive is coming up on the fourth. Maybe we can do a little show about that. But it's coming up on the fourth of November, and it is going to be a rock star. November fourth. This is the annual toy drive. We'll plug it right now at the Marconi. Yep. What else? And it will. It, yeah, hey, that's it's going to be nuts. We're taking donations. One hundred percent of the donations that go into the museum are online. You can do an online donation. Everything else, all the, through the next two months, goes directly to the toy drive. Awesome. And uh, what our mission right now, we're at thirty. We're at thirty thousand. Um, matter of fact, I think we're about thirty-five thousand. The goal this year is fifty. Wow. Um, we just did a deal with Walmart. Walmart looks like they're going to pick up the tax for it. Ooh. And what we're going to do is we're going to we're going to go in there with probably about 45, 50 shoppers, my race trailer, and we're going to fill that baby up, and then 
the toy drive happens. It's before the toy drive. Then it happens. And then we go play Santa Claus for two weeks and Beautiful. drop it off all over Orange County. The videos Beautiful. that they make of all of these shopping carts going in like oh. a train and literally just going, scooping down the shelves of putting all these, well, everything on the shelf into the carts for these kids. It's amazing to watch. And then they load it Jay, all into you, a trailer. You, you saw it last year. Now that was 25 grand. Oh, Wait so we're double. We're going for, going for double. You see what $50,000 worth of toys. <laughs> We're going to bring so many smiles to so many faces, you know, and like Mary's path with these women who have been trafficked, they've got little mm, babies and mm. stuff. So we're going to do diapers and wipers and formula and just all kinds of stuff. So we got specific lists. There'll probably be anywhere from 30 to 40 shoppers with their lists and they're going to, we're going to field strip Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> like locusts. Gonna so you're going to need more than one store. You're going to need multiple Walmarts. The cicadas. Well, gonna, Walmart, Walmart's been, has been great so far. So we got another big meeting on it, but they're going to, they're going to bring in advanced toys, bring in advanced stuff. They're going to load up the, load up the store for us on carts. So most of it will be pre-done. So we'll bag it, tag it and run it through, um, you know, half a dozen checkers. And uh, we're going to have some people with OCD that, like me, that are going to be stacking the toys in the trailer. Otherwise, they'll never fit. <laughs> Can't wait. Well, plan on us being there, pal. Oh, you got it. Anyway, you guys look great. Thank you for being there. And I'm glad. I'm glad you guys are doing what you're doing. It brings a smile to my face every time oh. I open up IG and I see you two guys it's, and what you're doing. It's mutual, brother. We love you. And then, then there's that yellow Porsche. I can't figure that thing out yet. I. I know. He, he loves all the cars, races all the cars, but no Porsche. <laughs> Muscle yeah, cars and Ferraris. The motor's, on, the motor's on the wrong side of the axle, Jay. You know that. This is a debate that will go on for the ages. <laughs> Tell Colin Chapman that. I love you, pal. Talk to you soon. Bye. <clears throat> Sorry to eat up your time there, oh, Mr. Dude. John Marconi. If you've like never it. been down to that museum, it's pretty no, awesome. No, I have not. It's pretty awesome. I have not. That's where we did our live uh, show last year. We did a fundraiser oh, I remember the foundation, that. I remember and Adam that. Ferrara came out and performed. It was really well, fun. Any time that somebody busts in with that type of information, please. Yeah. We need to know. Because <laughs> the kids need to be served. We have for the kids. He really, we have for the kids. They, I mean, it's like immense. It's I didn't realize it, it's double what last year was. Last year was incredible. Well, that's a great human. I mean, you know, I mean, that's just beautiful stuff. I love that. So yeah. he's a really good dude. That is so good to hear. Uh, I I rudely interrupted you though to to answer the phone. Oh, we were talking about soaps. Oh, soaps. okay. All no, right. no, I know what's going on. All right. Um, I just think it's a great training ground for young actors. You know, mm. at the end of my stint, stint there, I was up to thirty pages a day in my in my storyline. Thirty pages of dialogue oh, that I would have to learn every night. Goodness, it's a lot. I mean, that's an entire script, almost at a half hour script. Yeah. Um, and. Holy and so you have no life in a way. I mean, you go, you, you shoot all day long, you go home, you have 30 pages of dialogue, you learn it. But if you do it and you do it well and you love it and you immerse yourself in it, you wrap your arms around it, when you leave there, you're bulletproof. Mm. So you can do almost anything. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and, um, and I have done just about almost anything. Well, that's a huge fear curtain to go through too because like to be prepared with 30 pages, you really have to. Mm -hmm. And little rehearsal. I mean, you know, I, for the first time, I just did a tiny bit of this the other day and like I'm facing it for the first time. Right. What's that like? The, Let me ask you. What? The talent portion of the program for you. That's what I'm saying. I'm not used to it like you. I, 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 it's um, there. Even though this was a, a, something I wanted to do, when you're faced with it, it's like, holy crap, I don't want to go do that right now. <laughs> right. You know, and you're driving there and you're nervous and sweating bullets when yeah. you're going to do, you know, your lines. And that was, I was really nervous about knowing my lines, like really nervous about knowing my lines. I, I'm not nervous about lines, but I do get anxious about the responsibility. 
the responsibility that's on me. Like doing the Snyder Hanover, I do these commercials for Jackie and the pretzel pieces. And um, the night before, it's all me. Delicious all Jackie. Snyder's Hanover pretzels is Brilliant. what you're talking about. Right? Snyder Hanover's pretzel pieces. <laughs> yeah, delicious. Absolutely. So Jackie was the spokesperson the last year for that. And, um, and I know Jackie well. Jackie and I were buddies. We know each other. It's great. That wasn't my problem. It was knowing that they had hired me mm-hmm. to rep them mm-hmm. and only me. Mm-hmm. So they're relying on me mm-hmm. to sell units. You're not a piece of Seinfeld. You're the big whole Shalaya yeah. yeah. So the night before, I was, you know, anxious. I get anxious mm-hmm. because my conscious mind interfaces with, with what's on the line. The money, the people that are there, you know, there's so many clients there at Video Village doing commercials. So here's how I do it. <laughs> I show up early and I dress as Jackie. No one knows me as me. The clients don't see me as Phil Morris. The director doesn't see me as Phil. Nobody sees me as Phil Morris. I am Jackie Chow. They come in to give me notes. I'm Jackie Chow. When I go to Vili- Video Village and they're Tony ready. Because Cochran was a real person. Real person. So, so I, go over to the, I go over to these you know, huge advertisers of big time. New York, Madison Avenue. And I go over to Jackie, and I look at him and go, y'all ready to have a good time? <laughs> ready to laugh today? Yeah? Come on now. And then I walk Glasses away. Everything. everything. I walk away, and I hear this. From these high-priced executives, that's Jackie Charles. We have Jackie Charles. Oh Jackie Charles God. is here. So the whole day is beautiful. And all of my anxiety meant nothing, because this is so beautiful, what we do. Yeah, but you were able to turn it off with the magic. Yeah. That's, that's how I counter it. Mm. That's how I counter it. Is, is so no- you, don't worry about the set. Just go over to Video Village first. Yeah. <laughs> Loosen them all up. The That's there for me. Okay. Let me go over there and make them, let me go relax these people. Let me yeah. chill them out. Because I know that they're thinking about, you know, how many this and that and yep. numbers this and how much we're paying Phil and blah, blah, blah. And you're right. They are stressed about making yeah. the day. And- yeah. I, I go right away and kind of demystify Smart. all of it. Let's play. What you got? Come on now. How many times did you have to go back out for that same campaign? Do they have you keep coming I did back? one day. Or- Oh, that's the best. Isn't that great? Mm-hmm. We shot all day. I was exhausted, and my belly was full of pretzels. <laughs> Delicious Snyder Hanover pretzels. They're, they're amazing, Jesus. and I love them, and you eat them. And they like they give me a spit cup and all that, but, you know, it's a pretzel, so it's going to go down. You can eat. And then they give you cold water to drink. So imagine, you got doughy pretzels and cold water. Oh, you're just expanding. Oh, you're your- just, it's <laughs> just, it's at the end of the day, I almost, I almost died doing a Hanover Snyder Hanover. It was wonderful, but. I almost gave up my life for these pretzel pieces. <laughs> the commercials are great, though. <laughs> well, it's funny how familiar they are. They're just so familiar because we so know fun. you. Yes, yes. We all know Jackie. Yes, yes. But it, just to answer your question, I still get anxious. I still get nervous. I still get... I still do that. Uh, that bums me out a little bit, I guess, that it doesn't go away. But maybe that's just like anything I just else because everything is a job. I just got to own it. You know what I mean? My manager used to say, Phil, that's your gas. You know, if you didn't have that, Ooh, I can't use, use you. If you're too super cool and everything's too smooth and the people are going to get tired of you, you're not bringing a certain energy. There's no inner life. We do. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's see? a good point. He was like, I, you, that man, that's your gas. Now, I don't want you to flame out, but I need you to have that on the boil kind of thing. Because when I get to set, it's gone. I'm mm. whoever I'm supposed to be. But I need that. It's like an athlete before or, or, or a race car driver before the race, you know, just, your, your, your butterflies are going. You know what you're doing, but you then have to go do it. So it's that not knowing the doing of it, even though you've prepared everything. And as the performer, all the doing, it's on you. Totally. And that's what I was feeling driving up there the other day. It was just... You get out of the car. They're like, Jay, can you get anything? Uh-huh. All of that. Jay's here. You know, you're like, all well, of that. Yeah. That's every day of my life, pretty much on set. Yeah. 
It's the stuff you don't hear. It's the stuff that looks very glamorous, by the way. If you're just, like what you just described sounds awesome. Oh, Jay's here. Oh, Jay, can we get you anything? I mean, what you're describing is amazing. But if you're somebody who was literally could used to walk around invisible and nobody even saw them walk by, let alone who was that, it's a weird transition. It's it's a different um, set of clothes to wear. Yeah. And then I think I see how people can take it too far very easily uh, because they put you on a pedestal. Yeah. They want you to perform. So they give you everything, including massaging your ego yeah to get the performance totally you know it, it's a good director does yeah but it's inordinate because it should turn off at a certain point and you as the the vehicle of it should should it, have humility and understand that this is just their job to help prop you up it's your job to get it done but you're all just human beings and you can't exist one without the other yeah that's the weird the symbiotic it's uh, collaborative i'll tell you what the best part for me First time in my life, I had nothing to do for the most of the, like, I was super stressed out about my lines and whatever else, but normally as a, as a, like, a line producer, executive mm-hmm, producer, mm-hmm. every single person, their job, their equipment, all of that stuff is usually on my shoulders. Yeah. I didn't have to worry about any of that. Yeah, welcome to my it world, was so baby. random to show up at set at 9 o'clock. Your call time, 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock? Not 7, oh, not 6. Oh, oh, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and my, you're I chilling always... in the green room or the tray, wherever. Okay. Are you ready for like, ah, yeah, maybe. Oh, we have a very <laughs> strange know. thing. Are they ready? <laughs> is there time to go to the bathroom is not a thing because there's always time for you to go of course, to the bathroom. Of course, 10-1. We'll wait for you. Call it 10-1. No. 10-1 or 10-2. You well, can figure out which no, you is never one, admit to 10-2. Which is a two. You never no, you always say 10-1. And if it takes a little bit longer, then they know. But the audio <laughs> guy always knows. <laughs> the audio guy always knows. <laughs> Oh, my. Well, with that having so been... all those years not being talent, I'm on that side. I'm on the crew side. I'm like, I know all the tricks of like, all right, well, let's... We know all the embarrassing stories about the guy that... Whatever the heck we're going to say goes into the bathroom like Naked Gun. Mm-hmm. But there's the Johnny drama from Entourage stories as well. All of the stories. So to be on the other side of that and know how to protect for it is pretty wild. That's pretty cool. <laughs> that's pretty good. You had both sides of the conversation. Well, that's why you were nervous. <laughs> Because you know what they say about talent. You're nailing it. Yes. I remember what it was like. This fucking guy can't (laughs) get his lines right. We'll never be out of here. We're supposed to be out of this location by lunch. We're never going to be wrapped tonight. (sighs) Yeah, uh, it's interesting. It's interesting. But to just be talent is, um, I don't want to say easier because it's not, like I just said, it started with the stresses of it all. But it's a great transition I'm enjoying. I I I wouldn't say it's not easier. I mean, I'm not there all day, every single day. You know what I mean? Crew, camera, they come in at 6 in the morning to set everything up and get everything going. Then I get wrapped at 5, 4. They're there until 8 or 9 at night. From a sure logistic down. standpoint, it is easier. Yeah. But the stress, I feel like, is... It's a different. It's a Maybe different I'll get load. used to it. Maybe I'll get used to it. I'll, I'll find some little. You will. Like you you will. Have where you have a little. Because you have that personality as well. You have a great, great gift. You have a great charisma. Thank no, you. for real. So if you lay into that, you know, then you can't go wrong. That's what I do. That's what I do when I'm anywhere. I just feel, keep your sense of humor tight. Yeah, but you really are. I feel like uh, everyone thinks I'm faking it. <laughs> Hardly people. I feel most people think I'm faking it until they have to meet me three or four times and be like, oh, no, he's oh, really just that's, like that's that. That's exactly he, who he yeah, is. Yeah, that's not, it's not what. Well, we've become fast friends just based on, I think, <laughs> the relating similar. points. That we go through, you know what I mean? The world's relating points. We're just 
Oh, yeah, I get it. Oh, I, 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 our, f- our frame of reference is the same. It, uh, yes, frame. And I think that's what makes people interesting, quite frankly. Well, we're, how many things you can refer to agilely? You know, how many subjects you can go to with, not necessarily, you don't have to have a deep knowledge of it. Oh, that's interesting. An understanding of the world that goes beyond just the cursory. Is that beyond pop culture? Yeah. It's just general knowledge. Yeah. Why are you sounds funny hearing it's so narrow. <laughs> yeah, pop culture is very narrow. Yeah, we're going to history, geography. It, no, I know, but I think of you being a, you, you, mm-hmm. Jackie Childs, but you, your face as Jackie Childs' character, as being a pop culture icon who will then transcend time more than, say, the rest of us. Yeah, maybe. So then I'm zooming out. You're saying, you're saying more than just that. Yeah, yeah, because how we relate, it goes way beyond all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, that might be where we started or how it kind of connected. You're like, what? You're that guy? I'm like, yeah, I'm that guy. You're that guy? Yeah, you're that There's guy. There's a trivial pursuit nature to the creatives that go up to GVBC. So everyone has something in common, but it's not always the same. I would have, like a six degrees of Kevin Bacon kind of thing. Exactly. We're all only two degrees apart, it seems. Exactly. Hmm. And, and, and and like it's very it's varied, you know, Byron Bowers and oh, Reggie God, Watts Byron. and Love I Reggie. Mean, there's so many people who come up there that are so diverse and so talented and gifted and, and then there's the guys like our Frank and, and other people that our Frank just I like the way you talk Frank our Frank get some French fried potatoes. I was just texting with Reggie Watts last night and he said Podcast time, I miss you both. Let's go. So he'll be back here soon. Awesome. Let's go. It's so so interesting. It's so great. He uh had um, you know, really steady T V work on that late late show. And, Comedy um, Bang Bang was that it? No, Late Late Show, the, the, Cor- late, late the, show. J- right. the James right. Corden show after right. uh, after Colbert, and um, and then you know that show went away. So he's back on the road now. Like our friend was always in town because he was locked to this job mm-hmm. that was right over here at TV City, right nice. down the hall from your thing, right, right, right upstairs. Love CBS. And uh, um, yeah, now he's you know we don't get to hang as often because he's working, legitimately working out on the road. Like he's playing his trade. Working. Yeah, he's yeah. playing his trade. Yeah. Now he's doing stand up. Is he? Is he? He does music he and stand up. Right. Yeah, music yeah. and comedy. He's so talented, that guy. I know his brain's another so level. Smart. But comedians are. We were talking about this 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 last Friday about how comedians have a certain mathematical sense of life because of how they construct jokes or how they see the it's world. It's how they make sense of word math. Like word it math, fits yeah. the right way sometimes, and then they're comfortable. Right. In that playground. Agreed. Agreed. Comedian's major ability is the ability to deconstruct and reconstruct funny. Mm. So it seems like they have technical minds that know how to understand how things work. Right. And then you throw something like cars and um, geometry and trigonometry and, and, uh, you know, all sorts of crazy math in there. Because we were surprised that Byron, our friend Byron Bowers, who's a phenomenal comedian, you've got to see him, yeah. um, had such a great command of his mechanical understanding. He's a yeah. he's, no, he's a wrencher. He does his he own was, wiring. He's what I'd call a wrencher. You know what I mean? He, he does his own wiring. He's, and I think he, he really enjoys that. You know, that's, that's something I would have to come to. I don't know if I would enjoy that as much as he does. I think he'd rather do it himself. Right. Because then you know what, what the heck's going on. And then he can change it if he wants. And he can blame himself. He can give himself a warranty or not. <laughs> I find when you're doing it yourself, you're, you're sometimes a little more careful. Yeah, probably. probably no, most likely, yeah. I would think. Yeah, well, we'll see. Although I'm going to try to change my steering wheel out. Because you're telling me I could. I'm going to try it. You got the 991 one. One. 
and you want to put the 99 still a one but you want to put the paddles the newer in. paddle yeah. uh, system in as opposed to thumb up and the, the byron downstream. did it in his 997 so I, I would imagine it's easy in a 991 the pressure's high now pressure's back to the pressure <laughs> yeah I'm pressure. now we're back to the pressure i'm like you know i'm a guy i'm that guy i'm sorry <laughs> um of your two cars what are you enjoying driving more the audi or the 911 the r8 or the 911 they're very different character characteristics the 911 is still a 911 no matter whether it's a 2012 or not it's still got the ass end wants to go out mm. and meet my front end and i'm used to that i've driven a lot of 911s in my life that's what i'm more used to the audi you track, had them when they were really scary really scary yeah now the audi tracks a little flatter you know it's a mid-engine car it's a v10 it's got a big old weight right there right behind my head with so much power though so much power but it's usable you're going to drive it next weekend or okay tomorrow for you going friday yeah okay Friday. Um, we tend to go as often as possible. I do too, unless I'm out of time. You know, I got that life, right? Um, we were there today. I, I, again. <laughs> I'm super stoked to have both. Yeah. I literally bought the, the 2012 Carrera S because Johnny Lieberman, Angus McKenzie, named it the 2012 Driver's Car of the Year. Mm -hmm. And Angus messed me up a little bit because he said that if you're really <laughs> into driving fast, you get the paddle shifters. Because I told you I was going to go with... A manual. I thought we decided manual. We did had decided manual, and then I, I watched the the, um, <laughs> the excerpt again, and he had me. He had me at speed. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I went there. So that means I'll have to buy another one, Jay. Yeah, that's true. With for the manual. Uh, you, My wife loves this conversation. Yeah, actually, I'm glad you talked about this because we after almost I was going to not mention it at all. You drove yellow car the other day. I did. How was that experience? Fantastic. <laughs> it's the other direction. Oh, more so analog. fantastic. And I told you I hadn't driven a stick in years. Oh, not a one <laughs> you of... You told me after we were already going. Well, I, I didn't worry about it. I didn't know. I wasn't worried about it. I was excited. What am I going to say? No, I get the chance to drive yellow car? Get out of here. No. So yeah, I jumped in the seat and you know, babied it a little bit and then kind of pushed it a little bit more and pushed a little bit more. You can, you, what a beautiful car. You came car. back up the hill a little better. Yeah. Little what a beautiful hotter. car. And it's also not my car. And it's also, you know, it's got different characteristics than the two that I drive. Yeah. So I didn't want to get caught out in anything, you know? I think the move, and I've been doing this wrong, I think the move is to, like a like like you do at a dealer showroom, like the move is, oh, I'll drive first. And then right. you get a little sample, and then you drive back. Maybe that's what we'll do in the future when I take I was kind of happy not to do that because, uh, oh. you know, I liked the unfettered sense of it. Oh, good. That okay. I'd seen you drive it up. I've heard it. But I hadn't felt it, and I needed to feel it without any information in a way. Oh, good. Um, and so it, it, it showed me a lot. You have done an incredible job with that car. Thank you, but TLG. Shout out to TLG. Right. But, yes. It's it just, it's quiet. It's tight. It's smooth. It flows. The pedals are perfect mm. for heel towing. Mm -hmm. I mean, you just roll, you just roll your foot. Mm -hmm. There's no taking it off. And getting, <laughs> there's no wonky foot position you have to get into. No, I actually have our brake pedal a little lower than you would normally want it because the heel towing is perfect it's perfect <laughs> converse perfect thank you <laughs> converse <laughs> perfect baby. for my size 11 converse <laughs> perfect um so yeah so thank you it was a great honor you will drive the r8 on friday and see a completely different it's a yeah. complete and and it's a monster the r8 it's just it's uncomfortably fast at yeah. certain points so you have to really i'm not good with those crazy fast cars with the flappy style i'm jeremy clarkson all the way when it comes to that stuff he's yeah. probably better at it at this point yeah, yeah, but I think that you're going to really enjoy it. And, okay. Because I mean, it's the refinement of it is just, I've never driven anything quite like it. And I've driven a lot of cars, but yeah. never anything like this Audi. 
it's it really is the gentleman's supercar. Yours is the V10, but it's the late. It's the last. Yeah, 2018 rear wheel series, normally aspirated, no yeah. turbocharged, no quattro. So the rear wheel series is that's yeah. the kicker. That's why so. it's fierce. It's fierce, and uh, I drive it with all assists off. I know it's crazy, but I do because I I never learned. You know, I'm old, so I didn't have assists growing up. I didn't know that they get in the way. They can't. Because I, whether we mentioned it before, they're all set at a median average, right? Mm-hmm. They, they can't kind of figure out Nicole's driving style is going to be this, Jay's is going to be that. So it's all set at a median average. If you're driving Some have ability, settings, you can play with different variants of oh, it's sort of off, oh, it's totally off now, yeah. like that. But I don't I think don't, it's uh, it's not a it's not that calibrated, <laughs> not that easy to calibrate. So so when you over when you exceed that median average, the car wants to it wants to help you because it thinks you're out of control. Mm-hmm. But if you're a driver, you usually drive on that, that edge. rotation. Yeah. You want the chirping tire, not the squealing tire kind of thing? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I love that you <laughs> racing school. That's what you brought home. <laughs> <laughs> so much more than that. But yes, so much more than that. Well, you know, when you, dr- when you learn to drive and you're like, ah, 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 the tire's squealing. You're not chirping. It just sounds like it's like the movie. With the, the, now Cole, tires is what wins a race. Yeah, what the hell are you talking about? It's just <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's me. <laughs> so, but thank you for letting me drive yellow car. That was um, an honor. Ah, it's a it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. It's cool. uh, TLG really made a very cool thing that doesn't exist elsewhere in the in the line of Porsche products. Um, and so it's pretty cool to share it with people to show you, to show you what is possible. Because for us, I, I've said that I said people are sick of hearing this, but for us, it was a case study. It was can you? We would have loved one of those old air cooled, mm-hmm. super personalityed mm-hmm. out, awesome livery, long hood or should or whatever the heck air cooled Porsche. Our lifestyle didn't allow that. We need a car that's going to start every time. It's not going to be in the shop for valve adjustment. We just couldn't do it. But I wanted that experience and that essence and that feeling. So the case study was, can you get the essence of an air-cooled experience out of a modern water-cooled car? So we started pulling shit out of it, changing shit, making it a little more raw here and there, Mm -hmm. hardening mounts, taking rubber Mm -hmm. out, putting polyurethane in, things like that all over the joint to make it more raw and less refined. refined. Mm -hmm. So we went the other way. I get it. Uh, it. It works. It works. It's, it gives me the sense that that's kind of what I want to do with, with mine, only mm-hmm. it's going to be hard because I still have the paddle, have the PDK. No, the you race so? cars are all PDK. Right on. Uh, it's it, it still got the, the, the kind of weird Porsche squeaky um, idiosyncraticness to it, which I like. But I do want to dial out some of the squeaks. I want I to tighten you, it. I told you ours was like that, too, from the factory and changing everything and putting in that rear strut bar, stuff like that. It all made a big difference. I'm ready. All right, well, I'm ready. these are things we can do to your car Let's now. Go. Like, we don't even need to wait. No, I like that. And, you know, and, and, and I'm acquiring now. I, I, I've sold too many. I've car, I'm no more. No more. I will leave them to my children. There you go. But I am acquiring, and I'm going to keep them because I cannot buy that 993 back. Not, not for a lot of money, less than a lot of money. Yours wasn't a turbo, right? No. Right. Carrera S. It was a Carrera S? Even yeah. Better. C2S. Yeah. That's a rare fucking car, man. No, dude. Oh no. <laughs> Nicole's like, really, bro? Yes, really. I am sad. 
So I am never going to sell it. I used car. to work with uh, James Spader, and he had one of those, and it was uh, beat to hell and dirty and everything else. And then it turns out later it used to be Spike Ferriston's car that he <laughs> sold to James Spader. And then it used to be like in mint condition, and then James Spader just drove it like we do and just beat the shit out of it. And, you know, well, J- Jerry <laughs> Seinfeld told me to buy the S because Spike had one. He, uh, same, yes. So it's that car. It's that kind of car. Oh, it's the, that Not car. the same car. But he told me to buy one because Spike had it and he loved it. But and the Spike one is this one. So it's right. the same wow. actual car. Wow. wow. That's cool. And then I, I bought the GT3 because he said Spike had one. <laughs> he was like, he's like, I'm like, what am I following Spike around? But they were beautiful, beautiful purchases. I mean, because I wanted to buy a turbo. What year was your 996 GT3? 04? 04. 04. Good year. It's like the Paul Kennel car, right? Yeah. Mm. Good car. <laughs> oh, to have it again. Oh, to have it again. <laughs> But it will happen. It will happen. As soon as we get off strike and I start working again and things are all banging and rocking again. What do you think of the strike? It's on the, it's on the card here to ask you about. I, I, we, we had one meeting this week. I think we're going to have another one in another day or so. Yep. So that always bodes well. Tomorrow, I think. Uh, yes. To go back. The writers have come back. I don't know if they've – the membership has, has ratified everything, but I think they should. Um, I'm excited that we all go be- get to go back to work. I mean, whatever my feelings are about the discord don't really matter. Um, I have one philosophical thing that I always mention because the numbers are crazy. Here's the philosophical problem for me. It seems as though the producers, AMPTP, feel as though they own entertainment. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like they're the owners, like Mm -hmm. in the NFL. They own entertainment and they're loathe to break off a piece to the people who contribute to what they own. No one owns this thing. It's just entertainment. And we all have a part of it. They have a different part. They develop, they produce, they put money into the product. We create the product and provide it to them. Without us, they create and develop no thing. Nothing. So we have to understand that there's no ownership here. There's just collaboration. Ah, And your portion may be bigger in terms of how we put this thing together. But everybody contributes to it. And the more that we're all equitably broken off the more we come to work and we're willing to give our souls for this beautiful creation that we're all a part of and no one owns it. And what you just described, it sounds like fundamentally then the work would be better for it. I think so. Because then the we art would be better for feel it. valuable. You know, we wouldn't feel like a widget. We wouldn't feel like, you know, a, a, an indentured servant. You know what I'm saying? And that's what they make us feel when we come on these negotiations. Well, but there's work and then there's magic, which is made through the blood, sweat and tears. And it's like you're willing to give the blood, sweat, and tears if you feel like it's a fair game. Right. And the thing we don't want to tell them is that we're going to give it anyway. Because that's who we are. I mean, it's just who we are. They know that. They that's know what, that. That's how they they're get like us. They love to do this. They'll yeah, do it for they'll free. They'll do it. Look at them. They're, they're picketing, but they have a band out there and coffee trucks, and they're happy. They're not in pain. Yeah, we're in pain. We just want fellowship. That's what that is. You're just seeing fellowship. You're not seeing us celebrating anything. Also, every donut table or pizza table was sponsored by somebody else. Those guys weren't bringing yeah, we up. Didn't and that was like it. different shows and exactly. different people in solidarity showing, showing support. Right, exactly. Those that could provide for those that couldn't, mm-hmm. that's what happened. Right. You know, many, many of my actor friends provided coffee trucks and you know, ice cream things because it was hot certain days and yeah. Hawaiian ice, shaved ice trucks and stuff yeah. like that. We're providing for our membership because it's a fellowship thing. It's not a celebration. It's just, we have to just come together and show our love and support of each other. That's what you're seeing. Oh, it's so beautiful. So hopefully we'll get back to work and we can all do a happy dance and, and, um, and do what we're here to do. I, 
you're great with the segues today because everything that's on the card you seem to get to naturally right before I'm about to. Uh, on here is your good head. I want to ask you about your good head. Where does your good head come from? Why are you such a good person? These are my words. I know you wouldn't say it about yourself, but where does all of this Phil Morris is a good guy come from? Uh, I made a lot of mistakes early. <laughs> that's a good that's a, great answer. <laughs> a lot of ego running me, man. I mean, you know, my dad's Greg Morris. People may or may not know that. Greg Morris, my father, was one of the stars of the original Mission Impossible back in the 60s. So when I was seven years old, my father became a part of the number one show in the world, mm. not just this country, but the world. And it showed us the world in a whole different light, especially as a young African-American male from Los Angeles. And, you know, you, you get to feel like we were just talking about a little bit, that you deserve it, like you've earned it. No, I didn't earn it. My father earned it. But I had a great deal of ego, and I think that I, I did a seminar called Phil Morris Gives You the Business, and it was to tell people about what you should know. It wasn't an acting workshop, it wasn't a casting workshop. Just how you should deal with yourself on a set. Have, I wish somebody would have said to me, have less ego. Mm -hmm. Be about the work more. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Know that everybody contributes. My father did that. But I think as a young actor, you want to be, be heard. You want to be seen. You want to be known. So you push yourself hard. And sometimes it's inordinate. And I made a couple of mistakes that taught me a lesson. And those lessons have held me in good stead mm. and have made me humble and accepting of this incredible gift that I've been given. Because yes. not a lot of people make it. A lot of talented people in the world. A lot of people who come from legacy that don't make it. Mm -hmm. They get addicted to drugs or things happen or they're just not talented enough or they just don't get the break, you know. And I've gotten a lot of the breaks and I've, got a, I've gotten a lot of opportunity. And I try to keep that in perspective. So it makes me happy. You know, you ask me about which car do I like driving more. I mean, that already makes me happy. So I provide that for myself. I don't look to anybody else to give it to me. I just wake up and try and provide that for myself. And as I do, as I then cohabitate and meet like minds, I realize I'm not alone. Mm -hmm. You know, there are other people out here who are living in the light. And oh, so, then it's exponential. Then it like it, pow, pow. Yeah. The two collide it's great. and get some atomic reaction. And you find your villages, right? I found you guys in my car village. I have a another, I have an acting village, you know. I have an artist village. I have a, a sports village, right? <clears throat> so I, I just find that this is a magical place, this world. And when I'm not happy, I don't identify with the magic that exists in it. So I'm just trying to identify with as much magic as I can. Oh, so it makes me happy. You know? And I have problems. I've got stuff that I go through, obviously. But <laughs> I have problems. Look, I have problems. I mean, obviously. <laughs> but, but on the whole, in, on balance, at the end of the day, as they all say, banging. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Banging. Good for you. It's good. I got great kids. My wife's still married to me. It's weird. Um, but she's a, an amazing human and woman. And my kids are fantastic. So... Uh, my, my father was amazing. My mother was an angel. My sister's incredible. You just live with gratitude is really, it I sounds do. like. Maybe that's it. I'm very grateful. How is the show with your sister, the Thursday show, going? It's so wonderful. Instagram Live. Yeah, it's called The Vision is Possible. But that was a whim. You did it on a whim. Yeah. And I don't think you've missed a week, and I don't mm -hmm. know how long. 50-some shows were in. More. Um, yeah, my sister asked me if I'd be a, a, a part of this one week, and now 52, 53, 55 shows later. Um, and we just talk about the name of our show is The Vision is Possible because of Mission Impossible, obviously. But we really want... Get it? I didn't get it. I now you get help. it. Now you get it. <clears throat> and all we're trying to say to people is that whatever so your stupid. true vision is for your life... I'm stupid, not you. The or, name is wonderful. I'm stupid. <laughs> um, it's possible. And, uh, you know, I've, I've made a living out of this crazy business. It's like, it's like nothing. You know, it's like, phew, that's what we do. Um, but I've made a good living... And um, I think people deserve to know 
you're fucking valuable mm. and your vision matters and you need to be heard. And sometimes that's all it takes. Somebody goes on a freaking rampage because they just weren't heard that day. You know, they needed that hug. They needed that good ear. Mm-hmm. And so every Thursday we try and be a good ear and, and, and say some things that are on our minds, but we really do listen to the people and how they respond to us. Yeah. And they may take us in another direction. We'll go in that direction. <clears throat> I love that part. Yeah, I do too. Uh, the free form of it all, like where it's too. not staying to uh, an agenda. Um, are those people set up ahead of time? Are they, is it literally a real conversation? Real conversations. We have now followers. We have people who follow us. So we have regulars that, yeah. that show up on Thursday. But for example, we had a young young man. But they're um, not pre-screened. I not mean, that's at all. happening not live zero. as we see no, it. No, we right? have nobody editing at all. Okay. If there is somebody who comes in a little left of center or right of center, we try and, you know, listen, this isn't the place for that. You know, we appreciate you. We want you here. It's an open forum. It's a safe place. But we don't need negativity. We yeah. don't need an agenda. Really. And we're not going to push your agenda. No, S- and we're not going to damn piece. you. We're not going to We're not going to out you. We're not going to throw you under the bus, but it's not the place for it right now. It's another reason we probably all align. Speak your piece, but... Right. Yeah, and don't, <laughs> don't lose it. You know what I mean? Not a place for a parade. No. <laughs> we, to, to finish my point, we had a young person, and I don't want to say it's a man or a woman. It was just a young person who was feeling unheard. They had ADHD. Um, they had a very difficult time making friends. They uh, felt alone in class. And so, you know, we're not doc. We're not there. We're just people. And I said, well, we're hearing you. We're here for you now. We get it. You're not alone. There's a lot of us that feel like you feel. And you need to understand that. And that, and understanding that and knowing that there will be a village for you. And every one of our listeners everyone was saying, you can do it. I know. I understand what you're saying. And just to hear that, this person was in tears. We, we assisted them in the moment, real time. And if you can do that with one person, then, man, you're doing it. It's like a hotline. It's always like awesome. A, like the suicide hotline or, awesome. or just any kind of helpline. Yeah. Yeah, we don't know. We're just humans. Yeah. And I think that that's more refreshing because we're all trying to figure something out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and the more you give people a wide berth and accepting heart, the more we will figure it out. Mm. We will find our way. Vulnerability. And, and gratitude. You know, and with grace. You know, live with grace. grace. Yeah. I mean, I drive two hot ass cars. I live at the beach. I'm graceful. <laughs> I could be a dick if I wanted. And gra- <laughs> if there's anything that's gonna make you one, you know, you're a celebrity and you're hot ass cars living in the beach. But nobody, nobody has that. That um, you don't put. You don't. Uh, you don't put that off. You don't. That's not what you give off. That's not what you put out there. It's literally the opposite of that. Yeah. It would make me feel bad. I don't need that. <laughs> I don't need that. And I want Nicole to like me. So why? <laughs> why be a dick (laughs) it's so funny everyone feels exactly how you feel but for completely different reasons now than in her old life (laughs) (laughs) now people love her and they just want to be around her and the old it was just like well don't piss her off (laughs) she can get you oh yeah oh i bet she won't down, take you down a peg or two. She'll just not lop the bottom <laughs> off the ladder. <laughs> yeah, it's good times. Would have I would have loved I, to have known. I find it hard to believe that we never ran into each other, like doing Comic Con stuff or uh, you know any kind of promo work. Just just out there because we when she was working, we were right. out there in that world all the time. Well, I don't. I'm not a showbiz person. You know what I mean? I'm a family guy. 
I mean, I raise my kids. I'm a hack. Holy crap, Lois. <laughs> and and um, I just, uh, you know, I'm a, um, I watch sports and I read books. and The sports thing is the one thing we don't align on. I don't understand that at all. And, uh, How do you like everything else that we like? Art, entertainment, <laughs> sports cars, and, and sports. What's your favorite sport? I'm cutting you My off now. My favorite sport? Gosh, I don't know. You like them all? I love them all. Oh! I love them all. And I play all of them. I play ah, all of them. Now I, now I feel no, like we it, can't I be play famous. all of them. We don't align at all. No, I, 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 I play basketball and tennis and I play golf and I, I, I play everything. <sighs> I play volleyball and I run and I, I do everything. I do martial arts and everything. I knew the martial arts and that made sense to me because of the center. I used to do yoga. I go, oh, okay, we're on the same page there. Baseball, football. Not you. Tennis. I don't get it. You know this is America. I'm just saying. Yeah, I know. <laughs> In America, it's a sports culture. It's a sports country. Well, you know, the yeah. racing's picking up. I feel like my people are winning out on that. When yeah, The jocks no doubt. are going down and the geeks are taking no doubt. the world. There's no doubt about it. But, yeah, I, I, I mean, I love sports. And, I, and you know what it is? It's like my work as an actor, honestly. I was at a convention one time, and we were talking about uh, – well, the moderator's asking me about my table. I have a lot of different things, Star Trek and Seinfeld and animation and all these different things. And he asked me if I had planned that in my career, to be oh. diverse, right, like that. I was like, no. What you got? To me, it's like sports. The sport isn't what is it. It's I'm the it. I'm it. I'm the special sauce. And I put that special sauce in basketball, football, tennis, mm. track, whatever. Comedy, drama, farce, Shakespeare, Chekhov. What, what you got? Mm. There's no limit to me, right? I, I, have, a, I, have, a, I have a phrase, which is your, if you have integrity... The floor is only so far. You can only fall so far because you have integrity. But your ceiling is limitless. So who are you going to be? What you want to do? And that's how I live my life every single day. Just set the dream higher and higher? Constantly. Wow. Constantly. In a good way. In an exciting, motivating, manifest- manifestation way. Not in one that's going to beat me up if I don't get my this or I don't get that. I'm just, I just love the thought. Like when I was going to buy the 9-11 and I would think about it. And my wife would go, really? You're going to buy it? I said, honey, I'm not going to buy it today. I'm just thinking about it. This is a process. Yeah. I'm just looking at the car. <laughs> this is the fun part. And yeah, actually. exactly. This is the shopping <laughs> part of the program. <laughs> yeah. And then later on, she was so into it. She was like, I tell her the number of, of the car that I was going to buy. She goes, what? You say, is the price really an object? <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Oh. You're, you're on my channel. Like, she got on board. Yeah. yeah, you got on board. And I decided not to go the high-end GT3 RS, blah, 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 blah. I wanted a base kind of, mm-hmm. and then I wanted to do what you're doing. Yeah. You know, that's, I already have the crazy R8. I say it all the time, but the platform itself is so good. All of the, the base 911 and a top-of-the-line GT3 RS is the same chassis. They're making them on the same line. What they bolt to them and how they're set up is, is what, what makes them it. different. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So and they're all kit cars in that way. And they've given you a great platform to be mm. able to modify in various ways, depending on your personality, yes, driving style, want, or, or like. I, that's what I love about Porsches. You yes, can't do it with a Ferrari. You can't do it. No. You can't do it. <laughs> Could you see yourself ever getting, I mean, because you're doing the mid-engine thing with Audi now, rear mm-hmm. engine, uh, rear-wheel drive mid-engine. Could you see yourself going Ferrari ever? Absolutely. Oh. I'm a Ferrari Formula One fan. That's my team. Excuse me. Unfortunately. I mean, you know. They, they need a... Anyway, don't get me Were started Were you a Schumacher that. guy? Yes. Okay. You know what I love about Schumacher? Here's what I love about Michael Schumacher. He was the number one dude at Benetton. Just killing it, right? Then he... There was, Ross Braun calls. He goes, look, can you come over here and help Ferrari? Because we stink. <laughs> we stink. <laughs> I mean, literally, that's what happened. He goes, we need car. you. We can't figure this out. No. So Michael Schumacher, the best driver in the world, says, okay, let me dump the best car in the world and go drive a dog. A donkey 
and it was a donkey for a whole season and a half. While he tuned it up? Because of his ability and Ross Braun and Jean Tote and the Italians. And you need that kind. You need a British head to keep it all together. You know, you need a Frenchman so that you can deal with the FIA. And then you need the Italians hilarious. to do the thing. To go apeshit and make the yeah. car go. Yeah. And the German who's there to just galvanize the whole thing and win every race possible. Yeah, yeah Michael Schumacher's my dude. Because he, he scrapped it all and started at the bottom. To bring Ferrari back. Sad story with him too. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, to go. I mean, it's a weird thing to go out on. Just a sad story. Yeah, I'm happy he wasn't killed in racing. Me but too. I, but in the weirdest way, I wish he were dead already because I feel like this limbo thing is just awful. And I difficult. hate to say that. I'm sorry for. It's very difficult. Show. It's we don't see him. They don't show it's just him. Sad to me. His wife was beautiful in the Schumacher documentary. Yeah. She said he kept us safe and protected for years. It's now my turn. To protect him. That's love, baby. It is. That's but love, just, baby. The whole thing is so sad to me. Yeah, well, you gotta, you know, yeah, it's reality. So you live with it. Thank God he has the means to well, handle yeah, his isn't he situation. Vegetative? I mean, isn't he? So they say, but yeah. we don't know because we haven't seen him. Right. And they keep it really, really close. Very tight. You yeah. know, and I, I respect that. Again, you can be in a vegetative state and not have the means that he has, and and it would be, it would destroy his whole family. It would take everything from them. So at least he has love in his life, people who support and respect him and love him, and the means to handle his situation. Yeah, as bad as it is. Fundamentally, it's a tough one, though. It's a very tough one. Much respect. I feel like everyone should have a living will. Yeah, <laughs> go make a living will, right. everybody. That's, right, come on, now, that's the top tip from today's show. <laughs> <laughs> that's my takeaway. Because he wasn't racing. I mean, it was a it was freak thing. Skiing, and he had a helmet on. Yeah, and that's he, the really weird thing. Yeah. Sonny Bono, no helmet. No, he had a helmet. Right. Probably better if he didn't, because then maybe he wouldn't. Anyway, that's another story for another day. But um, yeah, I'm a Ferrari guy. I would I would own a Ferrari, and I know a lot about Ferraris. And so it seems like the progression for people, like BMW guys, go, "I'll never go Porsche," and then one day they go, "Guess what? Getting a 997 or whatever mm-hmm. it is." Mm-hmm. And then they go, and then oh, then they, the guy leaves the Beamer forums, and then gets into the Porsche, and then there's a progression. And then the Porsche guy goes, "Well, I'm never going to go Ferrari," and then one day. Oh, I'm getting a used 308, and that you know, it just the progression happens. Yep. I don't see myself ever in the head to toe, the outfit, all the stuff you have to do in order to to do it. <laughs> the requ- what's required <laughs> to, to, fit, to, to fit in to own, with the other the, people. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because just like uh, whatever the fuck you you, everybody's the same wherever you go in the click. Dude, right? dude, we're wearing Nukem shirts. Okay. Hello? All right. we're, we're, it's it's we're not a casting stone club thing. That's what I'm trying to say. We're all the same. It's just different stuff. Yes, yes. I wouldn't dress head to toe. Like, I have a bunch of Michael Schumacher's hats. Have you ever seen me wear one up the mountain? <laughs> no. Never. But, no. It's a little gaudy. But somehow, I would be more okay with you driving an Audi or a Porsche up there wearing Ferrari garb than the guy who brought the Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> Because his shoes and his his I visor, I understand. <laughs> I do, and the headband they all match. I get angry when I see a Porsche driver. There's acting no judgment, a fool. by the way. I love Ferraris and Ferrari Ferraris. owners. But, Just but kidding. I see a Porsche driver acting a fool. I'm like, you're making it look bad. You're making all this look bad. You know, you're giving us all a bad name, dude. Why are you showing the Porsche socks with the sneakers? And well, you don't, Just pull man, the sneakers. Just, just please, or shove the socks down or something. What's wrong with us? We're such nerds. <laughs> but the truth is, when you first get into it, you have to do all that. You go buy all the accessories, all the books, the got comfortable all. books. 959 book. I got them all. <laughs> I got them all. Windbreaker. Mm-hmm. 
You got to do the polo. You got to get one of each <laughs> of all the things. You have to get the Steve McQueen. The, Bre- the windbreaker, the golf. Absolutely. Yeah, I got and, the t-shirt. And the the red, <laughs> black, and white Porsche polo that they wear at the PEC and all that stuff. You got to have I, it. I, I, I didn't get That's that. That's how you get into dinner at the 917 <laughs> Club. <laughs> <laughs> My Kremer hat, will that do it for me? <laughs> Thank you. I should have waited for you to drink. It was pretty close. Yeah, that was, that was pretty close. close. Um, what haven't we talked about? When we're hanging out, we just go and go and go. I mean, talking about stuff. Literally, go and go and go. Yeah. Well, why cars? I mean, literally, why, why, why cars? I, I have to ask you, because I did not know. Of your of your provenance, your oh please, your ability. Where did where? I'm sure you've told these people tons of times. I know nothing. So where did your connection to cars come from? Let's start there. It, it can't. I I just come back to it. Came from where I grew up. There's not a one thing like there is for other people. Um, I did see race cars because we grew up on the road that goes to Lime Rock. Right. Right. So we grew up with Paul Newman going well, to Lime. Like when he's Going in the Beetle, they talk about all the time, or later in the Volvo. That's although it. I didn't see the Volvo, but the Beetle all the time, um, or just his regular cars. You'd see him, and uh, there was a thing called the Danbury Fair, which is now a mall by the mm-hmm. Danbury Airport. Mm-hmm. But when I was a kid, it was the State Fair, like the Orange County Fair here, and there used to be a racetrack there. And I got a, my picture taken with the Paul Newman, like my dad was holding me. I was that little, but with the Paul Newman uh, Planters Peanuts race car that would race up at Lime Rock, they had it there on display. Probably was that the, the 240, the Z? Yeah, the Z car. Yeah. So, like, things like that, I was just around at a very early age. This one will blow your mind. I, again, my dad holding me, that's how young I was. I was at one of the launches for one of the cannonball runs when I was a kid. At, in Brock Yates ish? That's Brock Yates. It, it, we figured it out. It would have been the 1979 one, I think they said. So, I only would have been like two or three years old. But the, they used to leave from. Um, behind the Goodwives Shopping Center in Darien, Connecticut. And my dad's, where he worked, he was a commercial photographer and graphic artist. His building was right next to it in Darien because that's that's just that was his area. I love And this. one night when he was leaving work, we had all the lights and all the sa- everything was going on behind the shopping center where, like, the trucks would deliver the f- food the for the grocery store in the front. Yeah. That's where they were all hanging out. So he came home and he brought me back down to go see them all. And I remember snippets that's of it. being there being cold as shit because it was nighttime and um and all the lights were on and and all the race cars and they were loud and they were cool and they had numbers on them and my favorite show was dukes of hazard which oh, had the numbers on. on it so all of the Generally, 80s television yeah. had cars, cars every were big show characters in cars mm-hmm. night rider a team street hawk was the bike magnum magnum was a great one mm-hmm. yeah great well my dad was a grand marshal of many of the racing parades so he was a grand marshal of long beach oh. he was a grand marshal at ontario he's a grand grand marshal at riverside so these are real actual big track grand prix and stuff big time back in 1972 one where paul newman was there mcqueen was there muhammad ali was there i mean these were like i remember and the cars were screaming back screaming then. When uh, when uh, little Al was driving the Krako car, I mean, you know, these are this is way back there, and I have all these pictures of me, and I had a camera, and I was just a shutterbug, and I have all these pictures of all these amazing cars, AJ Foyt and Mario, mm. and and I have a picture of Mario, Marco, and Michael mm. all together, and I saw we were in the paddock, and and we saw all these photographers shooting a picture, so I just leaned over, took a picture of all of them, cool. Unbelievable. Went over to Michael's trailer, 
and I, and I, I see his wife at the time, and I say, and she knew who I was from the soap. Oh, my God. So I said, Michael? And she goes, absolutely. She goes in to get Michael. Michael comes out, and I tell him who I am. I'm, so, I'm legacy like you, and I want to let you know you're my guy. And I know the pressures of being the son of. And I want you to, to win, man. I want you to really win in this game because I know how hard it is to follow somebody that, whose shadow you, you live in under. And he and I gave a hug, and I shook his hand. and No, it was awesome. I... Love racing. I love racing. I love cars. I've just been... So same thing for you. Your whole life. Can't even really life. explain it. You've just been immersed in it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And then what about driving? Um, like, were you driving your whole life too? Because I grew up... I had a go-kart. We had, I had a, our, we had a tractor mm-hmm. to you know, mow the lawn and do all that stuff. And then I had a go-kart in an early age. I had so that I mini bike. Remember around. I told you I had that Briggs & Stratton 1.5 mm-hmm. horsepower uh, mini bike up in the hills of Truesdale Estates in Beverly Hills. And I was a terror. I was like, <laughs> they were calling cops on me all the time. It was awesome. And then um, Mulholland was big back then, too. So right. I would meet at midnight at Mulholland. It was a big deal. Um, and, and I didn't have a car then. I, I just I had a funky-ass car. Just hanging out at just Grandstand, hanging out. watching them go. Yes. Watching them hammer. I remember Harry Hamlin coming up when he was doing King of the Hill. Yeah. Or Mountain, whatever. The uh, whatever. But it's yeah, like but he was doing his research, and, and I knew him vaguely. Um, so that was awesome. And then... Um, then the I driving st- in that movie is actually very, very, very good. good. Very good. And one of the guys has his car. One of the guys that comes up the hill has Harry Hamlin's Carrera that he drove in the movie. Um, yes. Um, nice guy. Great guy. Nick Londy. Nick Londy. Yes. Yes, Nick. Um, so just from a young age, you know, I've been into it. I have a bunch of original Hot Wheels that I oh. kept. I've kept all my stuff. Comic books, toys. <laughs> That were valuable. I kept them all, and I've just been. And I went to Auto, auto Center for I, Auto Center. I went to the Automotive uh, Design <laughs> Center, the Design Center for six months. Really? Yeah. I dumped out when it got too math heavy. Yeah. It just wasn't that guy. No. You know, Art Center, Art Center in Pasadena. Pasadena, yeah, yeah. That's I did amazing. Though summer yeah. school there, and um, as soon as I got to drag coefficients and all that, I was like, <laughs> I'm out. Can I play with clay, please? I just want to I'd make pretty pictures clay. of cars. That, whether they drive or not, that's not my job. <laughs> and then I bought my first Porsche in Vegas. And forget it. Forget it. Did you plan to? Or did no. you just see it? I, I told my dad lived in Vegas. And I dad, I'm trying. I want to buy a Porsche. Dad, I want to buy a Porsche. Talk to your car guys in Vegas. He's like, no, son, there's nothing here. I don't know anything. There's nothing here. He wasn't even looking. Nope. <laughs> because... <laughs> The day I left, the guy who sold my dad his BMW calls me. He goes, we got a brown Porsche here. Showed me the picture. I'm like, I'm there. Flew up the next day. What was your first one, SC? It was an SC, yeah, 82 SC. Okay. (laughs) It was awesome. And um, the first time I ever drove it was from Vegas to LA. First time I ever drove it. Oh, my gosh. I I was blown away. What year was yours? 82. Oh, man. And sepia brown? It was uh, brown metallic root beer. Oh, God, that's a pretty brown. Really pretty brown. So what is the interior like that? Caramel? Yep. Oh, my God. Yep. Oh, it was beautiful. What a color. Beautiful. I did this weird thing. Where's this thing now? I put Gotti wheels on it, G-O-T-T-I wheels. Those, the the three-piece. Yeah. Kind of got, they were beautiful. Gotti, not Gotti, Gotti. G-O-T-T-I. Like John Gotti. Yes. They were beautiful. And um, now I, I don't know where that thing is now. No idea. Do you still have the VIN? It'd be neat to find it. I think I can find it. 
It'd be neat to find it. I'd love to find all of them. I had an 82 and 88 and 93. Just to know where they are, because it'd be funny if some of them are Available. within your purview. Yeah. Well, just, it'd be funny oh, if some visit. of them, yes. You know, yeah. maybe they're a different color now. You never know. Who knows how they've changed, no, but right, it could right, be the same right. car. No, I might have to go on a little search. A little garage search. Yeah, it's cool. Do you know Mark Brazil? Mark He's, Brazil? Yeah, uh, the uh, He producer? created the 70s yeah. show, yeah. yeah. Um, he, when he was on that show he had uh, a number of different he was collecting Porsches at that time and he has a number of different stories was and... Scott Brazil his brother I don't know because Scott was a producer who did um, um, The Shield anyway that's a great show loved it yeah uh, Chicklis is a hell of a talented good guy I he watched The Commission the old days The Commission on ABC so great yep yeah. so Mark Brazil he's a I don't remember why I was telling you that whatever the collection of Porsches I was going to tell you something but it wasn't important no I don't know <laughs> We're, we're, we're getting all the important stuff. Come on, brother. I talk too much as it is. If I forgot one of my stories, it's a blessing. <laughs> For everybody. I you know, you didn't tell that story, Jay. Yeah, we know. Yeah, yeah. No, well, we've heard it three or four times yeah, we know. anyway, we know, so we know. it's all good. We know all he good. didn't tell. We know he didn't <laughs> tell it. <laughs> Nobody's perfect. This is all we do on the mountain, people. This is what we do. <laughs> So if you ever come up, this is all we're doing. You know what's worse about the mountain is it's squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> squirrel. Like, uh, yeah, the attention span is crap because the moment every time. Mm-hmm. It's the worst. Y'all stop talking instantly when you hear. <laughs> In high school, it would have been like a pretty girl walks by or yeah, something no, like that. No, no. This the, is the, the they, equivalent. They can't hold a candle to a V12 or a V8. That's... Full conversations of like nine people. Stop. <laughs> Serious conversations Dead. sometimes. Yeah, of all kinds. And they just stop while the guys like meander their heads to the sound. <laughs> yep. It's hilarious. We and can't it all happens it. at the same time. It's all music. And then we all we all judge the sound of it. If it's really cool, we're like, oh, 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 oh. Y'all if judge it isn't, it, like, and then no one can remember what you're talking about. <laughs> no. So there's yeah. a new conversation yep. that so, starts. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, anyway, you know, yeah, we <laughs> pick it up right again. Can I end this with a kind of a, a, a somewhat – we don't have to end it, but can I tell you – I was supposed to start the show by asking you how you're feeling. How are you feeling? Take the fact that we wore you out going to Newcomb today. I mean, in general, how are you feeling? I'm sore, but I put shoes on. It's a good day. Yeah, but pretty awful lately, right? It's been a heck of a struggle. Yeah. Um, we've been doing a lot of medical stuff. <laughs> but we also – experimented the other day with mushrooms got some Ooh. got some, some micro dosing um, we got a, some some from somebody who mm-hmm. was a very nice person who gave us some stuff for her because it's something she's been wanting to try we've done this before and historically no matter what the dose is it doesn't seem to be enough for her oh. so, i know she's <laughs> high tolerance over here uh so the other day and you read the back of the packet this is all packaged stuff now yeah. it's not like eating mushrooms like my friends used to out of a Ziploc bag and you don't know how it's going to be now caps and stems baby caps and stems it's almost FDA approved with labels and all sorts of stuff yeah and it's in little tablets they go have one to three pieces for this experience have four to six experience for this seven to ten the walls will melt okay and by the way there's ten pieces in the thing okay that's the max you can do from this one thing so whatever um, I, I should say we went somewhere. Were we at? Oh, it was the day we went and saw the person who gave them to us. Okay. So I don't want to say that, but we were somewhere else. You had already gotten exhausted. We came back. You didn't want dinner cause we had already eaten and you were just gonna medicate 
and go out yeah. like straight to bed. And the whole point of this is to get her out of body, <laughs> like give her enough where she doesn't have to feel this horrible hell that she's in right now. And she can look at it for a little while from the ceiling <laughs> while she's out of her body dealing with other things and other demons. That was the goal. So we're reading this off and I go, well, how, here are the options. What would you like, A, B, or C? And she's like, C, just give me the max. And I go, really, everything? Every, that's, I go, and I looked at it and I confirmed and I go, that's everything that's in this package. And she's like, yeah, just give it to me. And I go, okay. So I got them all out. I put them on a paper towel. She just wadded them all up in one. And she goes, and just ate it. And I was like, gangster. Well, that's done. Gangster. We're, we're, we've committed now. <laughs> so that's what happens, right? So I do exactly that mentally. Mentally, I do exactly what you're thinking. How long will it take? And I'm now doing some tidying up because we got back. I've got her settled down. So I'm taking out the trash and a few things. I should... Well, I'm going to give it away now, but I should preface this by when we came home, the door was locked differently than it usually is. You know, there's like a top deadbolt mm -hmm. and then there's like the handle. We never lock the handle. We always do the deadbolt, but sometimes somebody will come and visit and they'll push the little button in and it'll lock the handle. So we came back from wherever we were and the handle was locked and I was like, well, that's weird. Thank God I have my keys. Because <laughs> of course, well, now I'm taking out the trash. And I just gave her a maximum dose of mushroom. <laughs> yeah, you did. And I take the trash out, and I don't think anything of it. And I come back, and it's only five minutes after I gave her these edibles. And the door's locked. And I think to myself, oh, all right, well, I'll figure this out. This isn't too big. I've got my phone. I don't have my phone. Hmm. Well, I've got my other keys so I could at least get to the car and go somewhere and call. No, I don't, I don't have the other keys. Ooh. She can't walk to get to the door, even if I <laughs> call her to tell her, even if I were able to go to a neighbor's house and get in somewhere and call her cell phone, which probably isn't even the ringers on anyway, because she's just zonked out and I gave her permission to turn it all off. Um, this is where credit goes 100% to this young lady over here. Mm. Considering I was out of options, I played through everything I could do, and the sun's setting, it's getting hot because the sun is just <sighs> beating down here, and then it's going to get cold, yeah. and I'm going to be outside all night until she wakes up <laughs> and realizes... You're not there. Yeah, and that might not even be early in the morning because of our sleep situation. We take mm. care of different things. You know what I mean? Like I set her up to be able to sleep in. We pulled <laughs> the shades. We didn't know how long she'd be. So I started knocking going, I don't have, I hated the idea of trying to get her attention and have her now drag herself all the way through several rooms to the front door. But I didn't have an option. So I started knocking on the door and in my head going, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And even if she hears that knock, it's going to be 15 to 20 minutes before she can actually get to the door. So I have absolutely no knowledge of whether or not she hears me knocking. So I continue to knock. It's a heavy mystery. And I'm now going audibly, I'm so sorry. I'm so, if you can hear me, I'm so sorry. And now I'm thinking, it's been like 10 or 15 minutes since I gave her the things. And 
and she's not here yet, and she wouldn't be here yet still, but now I'm thinking she might not hear me, and it's even worse than it was before, so I move over to a window. Now I'm knocking on the glass, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. If you can hear this, I locked my... She knew what was going on the whole time. I'm sure the moment she heard the door close, she was probably like, I wonder if he took his keys. <laughs> Dork. She crawled all the way to the front. At some point, she yelled out, I hear you! <laughs> Shut, it. Shut it! Shut it! She crawled all the way to the front door on a maximum dose of mushrooms Mm. and a body that does not work. She dragged herself there like that character that got run over by the car in American Dad. And she came and opened the door for me and I just said, I'm so sorry. It took 15, 20 minutes, like I said. Mm. I said, I'm so sorry. I said, the only thing worse than being stuck out there all night and figuring this out some other way was that you would actually hear me and have to do all that. And I'm so, so sorry. And I was almost in tears because I felt so badly. She was, while exhausted, she wasn't mad at me. She was fine. You know what I mean? She understood. But I felt so, so bad. So I'm just going to apologize in front of everybody and say again how sorry I am. I know you didn't care and you were okay with it, but it was... I put her in a bad position. I put myself in a bad position, and I learned a very valuable lesson. And now we have a key hidden, some, a key hidden somewhere in the neighborhood. <laughs> so Hide that'll never happen again. Hide a key is very important. Well, she's, she's, she's the queen. This is the queen. And that's why we go to the mountain, really. I mean, you're awesome, and your stories are great. No, it's for but her. But we it's really for go <laughs> it's for, for her. Yeah. You, know, you know it's true. I do know You know it's true. true. I do. And so, you know, props to you, because it's just the, the joy I feel when I see you see it, my Whenever I see you, it's just like my sister. It's just so good, so good. So I'm sorry you had to do that. Uh, you could have called me. I'd have driven from Manhattan Beach, and I'd, I'd have been knocking on the door too, <laughs> just like you. Can you imagine if I just scurried right past her? I was like, I gotta go to the bathroom, and then made her. <laughs> Thanks. We we picked her up. We got her in the chair. I put her back, oh, and we laid her down. No. But it, I mean, I this. Well, how often has that happened? Once. Yes, but Once. the thing that people don't understand is like. <sighs> This is where the MS sucks, and this is this is where the last few minutes of this will be uh, an MS awareness uh, PSA. She uses up her life. She's using it up. Every time she does something, goes someplace, wherever, she's using it up. It doesn't come back on the other end. She's not, like, rebuilding more of it like the rest of us can recoup and whatever. So, like, I did that, and it killed me inside. And... Uh, that's why it was such a big deal, and I wanted to tell all of you about it. Because it was also very funny, but it was emotionally, like, it, it wrecked me. And I'm, yeah. uh, well, she's going through it. so much right now I that it just was it. like, she didn't need it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we found out a mushroom effect. Oh, that here's no, the, no, so wait here, a minute. Here, After the on. whole bag yeah. of so Lucky he, Charms. Here's the clincher. You, <laughs> there's nothing. Here's the clincher. So I came back in, and I go, well, I'm going to have, now no, I took two. <laughs> Because I got well, I, now I, I mean, I am so stressed out. I'm over it. I was freaking out. I put her down, and then I did him, and I started feeling him. And I was, I came in, I go, I'm just checking on you because I'm already feeling. <laughs> <laughs> you trailing. You see, trails are going. You felt nothing. She didn't feel anything. Wait, wait, really? Nothing? Not. A no. We, if you shook your head, there was no like trail. Nothing. Nope. She really? she sent me a message a few hours later saying like, things are slow. I'm weaker than I was, but. The text is all very coherent. I mean, she's not. There's no grammatical uh, mistakes, I no grammatical errors. Crawled out and scooted out to get the door. Like, if anything, all that blood pumping should have 
Plus oh, yeah. Like, it, whatever. He should have kicked it in, but no, nothing. Not a thing. Whoa. So either she needs like maximum something else, or uh, maybe mushrooms don't do a goddamn thing for her. I'd never heard like that. We need, I, I know. Never heard that. I would have, like, there's no, I would be. <laughs> I would be gone. I'd be gone. So. The thought of shoving in my mouth what I watched her shove in her mouth. There's so much anxiety at the thought of it because I, I know where I'd go. It's like somebody eating a ball of wasabi. Yeah, we don't do <laughs> mushrooms. We don't do mushrooms. We're not tuned into mushrooms. I don't know how to do mushrooms. And these were store bought things. They were gummies. They I'm were not like a They were sugar coated. They were delicious. <laughs> they were delicious. I swear to God, they were fruity. She ate grape, which I don't like grape, so she ate the entire container of grape. And I had two things of peach. They were delicious. It, but you, it, it affected you. Yeah. It t- <laughs> yes. But I don't know what to expect. It didn't make me see aliens or anything, but, but, but I took the tiniest had you, dose. Had you done mushrooms before? Yeah, one time, and okay. the experience was the same. She didn't have anything. Nothing happened to her. We both took the same amount, which was the recommended dosage from somebody else. We might have given you like a speck more or something. We did the recommended amount. We were both in the living room, on the floor, in a safe place, going to watch a tv show or a movie mm-hmm. of a safe variety whatever it was good plan but we needed to i needed to get something for her from the kitchen that was a journey oh no it's crazy mushrooms i tried to stand up that wasn't possible so i then cra- crawled and i went through the jungle to get whatever it was that she needed and when and when i returned just like this story absolutely no mushroom reaction from her she's pissed off it took me so long <laughs> of course because for you time stood still not for her stood still. oh no i was in the rainforest so my, with fighting wild my animals favorite mushroom story for me and i don't i haven't done them often but i, I come on now i'm liver i'm a liver i'm in this life i'm doing this thing <laughs> let me live we're not drug people so all no, of this was very I'm not foreign drug to people. us Person. so i'm much younger in my mid mid early 20s early 20s and my buddy and i do some mushrooms and we decide to play hide and seek Oh, ah, ah, <laughs> and it's only two of us. Okay. Nope. Fifteen minutes in, we Such can't find each other. Nope. We're idea. lost, screaming. You're probably hiding it together in the where, same place. Mike, where are you? Where I'm? I'm here. And literally, it took us fifteen minutes to find each other. And. <laughs> I mean, we're supposed to hide from each other. Now we can't find each other, and we want You're to find each other. Each other's name, and you can't, you can't find, find each other. other. And it, it wasn't a big house at all. Were, you were kids, kids, early twenties, early playing 20s. hide and seek in your early twenties. But it, we're mushrooms. It became a good idea. It became a good idea. Oh my! God. It feels great. Let's play hide and seek. Perfect. You know what? You're right because <laughs> that it made me go back to that. I looked at everything differently. At one point, I turned the lights on in the studio because it all looked so <laughs> right. It was all so vivid. Yeah. So that childhood, it turns on whatever that I'm learning now. Oh, is. it was awesome. And so we find each other. Right? We, we, we go inside and we turn on the TV because we got to escape this crazy high, right? And. And we're watching like Rocky, what is, what is, what, Mr. T's in Rocky 2 or 3, one of those. Yeah. So Mr. T comes on, starts to scare the shit out of us. Beautiful, I'll kill you, I'll kill you, I'll take you down. So we, we're panicked watching Mr. T on Rocky, so we turn the channel to what? Silver Spoons. Oh. Couldn't, couldn't be more diametrically, my diametrically opposed. Now we're in a mansion. Who's the guest star on Silver Spoons? No, don't say it. I, uh, uh, Mr. T. Nope. That'll we blow your mind. We were freaking out. He's following he us. He just followed you from He's one channel to us. the other. It couldn't be more... From Rocky to Silver Spoons, 
but he's the guest star in Silver Spoons. That is and we're on mushrooms. By the way, it would only happen when you're on mushrooms. You of guys course, made it happen. We, we manifested that. There's no doubt about it. We immediately went into the bedroom, laid on the bed, and turned the lights off and said, are you okay? I'm okay. Are you okay? I'm okay. Are you okay? I'm okay. We weren't Constant okay. Constant check in. <laughs> we, were, we, were, we were not okay. <laughs> this yeah. story is for Byron Bowers, by the way. When, uh, when, the, when like, you know, medications say, you know, oh, don't operate in a motor vehicle or whatever, like... It's never, I've never really had anything in such a high a dose where that seems like it would be true. This is. You can't do it. I wouldn't operate a hairdryer. I, I wouldn't, I can't. I wouldn't shave, nothing. No, none of that. Uh-uh. I feel like you should be locked out of your iPhone. You know what I mean? You could do some damage, yeah. You're going wild. You could do some damage. You're ordering food. Everything's a good but idea. But not for you, for other people. They're hungry right now. Buying 50 movies on iTunes. Yeah, you know. exactly. These are all great. I got to watch them all right now. <laughs> I've always wanted to see right now. <laughs> Lost Horizon. <laughs> it's always what? that shit. <laughs> this was the best movie. Sardoz is amazing. Sean Connery. <laughs> the most obscure films we would watch. Oh. Thank you for this. You um you warm my heart. Being around you, I feel like I get younger. I feel I feel uh, better. I feel like uh, her health improves. You're you're just a really good uh hang. You're thanks, a really man. good hang. Thank you. I love being with you guys. So Come good. here anytime you want. Be my honor, truly. Uh we've done the hour and a half, so the show in fact I guess we went over probably because we started early. For once. Um <laughs> is there anything we should um talk about that i didn't you're not like a pluggy guy but should we promote anything do you no, have any projects no, got, that uh, once the strikes over are going to come out no, i just want you know i just want people oh to we can't promote work. anything what am i talking no, about i can't we don't talk, want to do that. talk about anybody excuse me um, that was a brain fart i just want i just want people to go back to work and want the pain to end for the people who are in pain and are suffering financially and and creatively and um you know, let's just try to make all this work. You know, there's a lot of people who are trying to go on strike. The UAW people. There's a lot of this stuff in this country that we just have a disconnect, you know, from the haves and the have-nots, the owners and the players and whatever. I'd love to see this divide come together. Yeah. I'd like for us to be more as we show up on the mountain to be. Whether I know you or I don't know you, I'm happy to see you. Yeah. Whether you know me or you don't know me, it's a good life. It's a good look. It's a good thing. And I think we need more of that. We need more of that microcosm to spread itself throughout the world. So uh, We say this a lot on this show, but it, there are a million things to divide us. at any, any. Give your attention to any of them at any time. Let's focus on the stuff that actually brings us together because there's plenty of that too. Yeah. I feel yeah. like we've lost track. I think so. Cars bring everybody together, so it doesn't matter what shape, you, what size, what color. It doesn't. None of those things matter because, like Adam Ferrara says, the moment you pop the hood, we're all the same. Exactly. I love that. I, it's a it's a good That's one. A I use phrase. it all the time. I got to attribute it to him. Um, I, I, focus on what makes you the same as somebody else, and not what makes you different, because um, forever you will have a list of things that make you different. Yeah. Yeah. There's no sense. No yeah. sense focusing on that. Yep. All the uh, the interesting stuff comes in in those differences. I, it's I, not I as bad agree. as you you think it is. No, you don't have to block people because they don't be feel the same way on you with a hundred percent of the issues. Appreciate it. Here Appreciate you guys. Keep your heart open. I know. Soapbox over. Come on now. Um, so, but people should follow you. Obviously, well, I'm on, at, at uh, the Phil Morris anywhere, wherever it's at the Phil Morris. That's me. The Phil Morris. Yeah, because there's other Phil Morrises out there. They're not the one though. No, that's right. 
Um, growing up with the cigarette company, was that a thing? Did you it was ha- weird. Yeah. Because cigarettes were big time. They sponsored my father's show. Right. Philip Morris sponsored my father's Mission show. Impossible. Mission Impossible. So yeah, it was weird having the name of Philip Morris, but um, I was, I was named after my great uncle, so. Oh, so there's a beautiful, it was, it was like, yeah, my guy. Shout out to your dad. Appreciate it. Shout out to my dad. Love you. Mom, dad. Shout out to your family. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, we love everybody. Let's see. We're back here on Thursday with Dan Levy. Do you know Dan Levy? I do not. Dan Levy is a comedian and a, uh, a writer and producer. Um, I didn't know this, but he produced a lot of shows that you used to like and watch. We'll talk about that on Thursday when he's here. He also has a Porsche 992. I love that. And he was up at Breakfast Club the other day. And uh, he'll be back maybe again this week. We'll see. Friday, we'll be up at Breakfast Club. So that's what's going on. Uh, next week, we're back with stuff. And I can't remember what. But we're back with stuff. Uh, and I will tell you more on Thursday about uh, the show that what I was shooting over the weekend, HPDA. I love that. Did a promo for that. Oh, and please, people, please check us out on Thursday nights on Instagram Live. The vision is possible. My sister, Iona, and I, we, we, we get into it. And so, if you have a problem, bring your problem. Bring it. Bring whatever you got. You know, if it's good, it's good, it's bad, we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. You know, we're just human beings like but, you. But you interact with everybody, though. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. Isn't it nice being able to have that? I didn't know how to use it at first, the social media, to it be tells able to you actually a bit. touch. It shows us how it, how it wants to go, mm-hmm. in a way. And, and as long as you're following the truth of it, and not the weirdness of it, I think you're in good, uh, you're in good shape. You know? Keep your compass. Definite. Keep your compass. <laughs> we, we we just dropping dot. We dropping some nuggets today, people. We dropping them life lessons. Come on. <laughs> All right, we love everybody. We'll uh, that's it. I think right. We love everybody. Yeah. Please love it. one another, and uh, we'll see you out there. No doubt. Good show. Respect the crest. <laughs> Good news. <laughs> <laughs>